Hello and welcome to Horror Hyperfixations, a horror podcast where we look at horror movies through a neurodivergent lens. My name is Sam and this podcast has been a very long time coming. So if you are here, thank you ever so much for um, coming to listen to me. Um, I've been meaning to do um, a podcast of my own for probably about two years um, and well over a year now I've been actively trying to um, record something and this is my last ditch attempt um, at recording. I did record an intro episode right at the start of November but my iPad decided to die and then I've been trying to record at home um, on my computer but everything needs to be updated so it's all a little bit chaotic and I am recording on the voice note app on my phone so if the audio is absolutely terrible I apologise, I will try and get it fixed um, for future episodes. But anyway, this is just a little um, first off recording, um, just to introduce myself, introduce um, the podcast and what to expect. Um, So I am called Sam, as I mentioned, I think, maybe. Um, And so what I wanted to do with this podcast was discuss and celebrate the movies that have become hyperfixations for me. So I am neurodivergent. Um, I'm, well, at the time I'm recording this, I'm 36, but I will be 37 in a few days. So if I manage to get this out before I turn 37, I'll be surprised. Um, But I have been late diagnosed as autistic this year. So this summer I found out... um, that I'm autistic and I had an inkling for a few years sort of the more I learned about things um the more that sort of made sense um as with ADHD as well so I have a lovely double whammy of new spicy goodness um so it is quite a a challenge inside my brain the autistic side of my brain craves organization and has all these wonderful ideas and things that it wants to do. And then the ADHD gremlin part of my brain wants to run around screaming, collecting rocks and um, generally just being really annoying. Um, So looking back, being neurodivergent actually has really... um, impacted the way that I interact with well the whole world but especially with movies and my um my love of movies I have found myself becoming intensely hyperfixated on movies um and I knew that wasn't inverted commas normal um to do that Again, inverted commas, normal people don't watch the same movie over and over and over and over and obsess over the tiniest of details. Um, So now looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah. But there have been so many movies, and I know there will be so many more um, to come, that have become a hyperfixation for me. Um, They then become comfort movies and... I absolutely adore sharing um, 
my passion for for horror and movies with people and with lots of newer spicy people I know when we have a special interest all we want to do is share that special interest with people um, and we want to learn everything we can so the idea behind doing this podcast is to have a space really that that the autistic part of my brain that wants to um, share information and um, sort of be a, for want of a better term, repository for some of that information. And then the ADHD part of my brain is like, watch the film a hundred times. So um, that's that's the idea. Um, I've had many a podcast idea um, over the years and it's just not quite panned out. But this will be something that I will do by myself. And hopefully I can um, invite some of my friends along to talk about their hyperfixations as well. Because if you are neurospicy, you probably know that probably most of your friends are neurospicy too. And that we all sort of find each other. Um, So there's a good chance that um, a lot of my friends, um, if I invite them along... Um, will identify themselves as um, neurospicy. Um, so, yeah, there will be a lot of rambling in this podcast. There will be a lot of tangents. There will be a lot of excitable um, exclamations, I'm sure. Um, and I don't want to tie myself to anything um, structure-wise, release-wise, I struggle enough day to day to keep myself organised. Things happen when they happen. I get bursts of energy. I will get all the projects done in one go and then I won't do anything for a while. So I can imagine the podcast will be very, very similar. But obviously this podcast isn't just for neurodivergent people. But if you are neurodivergent, you probably understand um, where I'm coming from with that one. So bear with me um I'm hoping to not edit them as well I think as a true reflection of me and the way I see the world through my little neurodivergent lens um if I'm editing myself I'm editing out my oh come on brain um my my essence my personality my experience I don't know but hopefully you get the gist of what I mean um so I guess I should talk a little bit more about me um other than just being neurodivergent um mentioned I am almost 37 um had a bit of a intense year this year my whole life has changed quite drastically um so I am just looking for little things to do, um, little projects to keep myself busy. Um, I've been doing quite a lot on TikTok and Instagram, which is nice because in previous jobs I've had, um, content creation has been you know a big part of my role. So being able to do that um, just for fun for a change is really, really nice. Um and as you can imagine I watch a lot of movies I do watch a lot of the same ones over and over and over um 
because neurodivergent. Um, but horror has been my passion for a very long time. I grew up not really being allowed to watch much in the way of horror. My mum, probably rightly so, um, was quite um, strict about what we could watch and, and really would pay attention to the um, the ratings on the movies. And um, there were a lot of things that everybody else my age had seen, but I hadn't seen. Um, so when I got to 18 and moved out and went to uni, I found myself all of a sudden able to watch whatever I wanted because I could just go to HMV and buy DVDs or I could borrow them from my friends and watch them because my mum wasn't there to tell me no. I know I was an adult by that point, but um, still, you have that pressure um, and that little voice in the back of your head. Well, I do anyway. Um, so I do have recollections of, of watching... Um, some horror as um, as a teenager. Well, not some recollection. I did watch quite a bit. Um, my dad was a bit more lenient. So when we'd stay with my dad, he would um, quite often take us to either Blockbuster or Global Video. If you're a millennial, you'll have fond memories of both of those. Um, and he would let me get horror. Um, I'd always sort of gravitate towards that section and try and pick something that I knew was good because someone had told me or I'd pick them up and look at all the covers and be like, oh, what the heck is that? Um, so I did manage to watch a few things. Um, I remember getting House of Thousand Corpses from Blockbuster, um, which I think might have even been on VHS. Um, I had... The Ring, The Grudge, um, quite a lot of the sort of more mainstream things I was able to pick up and, and watch. Um, and my first horror film that I can recall, um, which it classes as horror, I don't care, is Jaws. I watched it at Slumber Party um, when I was 10. Um, and I remember just all the other girls, they were screaming and I was just laughing um, the bit where the head bobs out from under the boat and I made um, the girl's dad rewind the video so I could watch that bit again um, because I just found it so funny and I've always been a macabre child. Um, everything sort of dark and spooky was has always been my jam, almost to the point of... I've always tried to make it my personality, I guess. Um, I remember going to the Scholastic Book Fairs again, Millennials, happy, happy memories. Um, I'm buying copies of Goosebumps and Point Horror. I had a... Um, you could used to buy these little fun facts, which were like the kids' file of facts, and they had a horror one. And it had um, stickers or like gross things on, like a finger and an eyeball. And it had like real life horror stories in there. And I remember reading about the Amityville house and just being so scared, but so, so intrigued by it. Um, and just anything macabre and gross. I loved the Horrible Histories books. 
and I still do, I still have them all, um, and reading about things like mummification. I've always had a fascination with um, Egypt and mummification, brackets, uh, that was my clue that I was autistic. Um, but yeah, dark and macabre has always been um, been my vibe. Um, turned into a little baby goth by about 12, 13 and never really went back. Um, so horror has been a very big part of my life. Interestingly, I did have a really weird period um, for a couple of years where I got really upset by horror. Um, just everything frightened me and I just thought, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And I actually sold a bunch of my horror DVDs um, on Music Magpie or something. I was just like, I don't want this anymore. I'm not going to watch it anymore. I don't want it. And I got rid of a load of them, um, which now is wild to me. And I have replaced quite a few of them um, because I had really nice editions of stuff as well. And they weren't worth an awful lot, but they were cool and they were worth a lot to me. Um so we have some regret there, but it's fine because I love to scour charity shops and CEX and eBay and all sorts of places looking for secondhand bargains um, because I, I do buy secondhand wherever I can. Um, and it's good. It's fun. You get to go on a little adventure and it feels like you're a treasure hunter. And when you find something really good in a charity shop and it's 50p, it's just the best feeling. Um so I'm 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 recovering from my sorry my chair is very creaky. Um, I'm recovering from my my um, period of of no horror. Um, but what I have found is not only did the the love come back, but the comfort in horror um, really sort of solidified itself. I found over the years that I have. Um, been drawn to falling asleep to um, you know, familiar movies. Um, I remember the amount of times I've, I've woken up hearing like chainsaw noises and things where I've fallen asleep watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre and their, um, the DVD menu would be on loop and I'd have to sort of wake up and turn it off. Um, and for, for a long, long time, um, one of my favorite movies to fall asleep to has been silence of the lambs like i can hear the opening couple of bars of the score and i can feel myself sort of go and start to settle down and fall asleep um it's it's interesting and it's probably something i need to talk about in therapy um (laughs) how um how soothing and calming um horror can be and i know that the familiarity of lots of these movies is is where a lot of the comfort lies. I can just put them on. I know what happens. Um, I don't need to use my brain at all. And just having that familiarity of of the um, the score, the script, the visuals. Quite often, I find myself falling asleep really, really quickly. So, um, Silence of the Lambs is one of those movies. Hellraiser, Hatchet. Um, stuff that I know for neurotypical people and just non-horror fans in general, although I think a lot of us are neurospicy. Um, 
I think for people, that's the kind of movies that will keep them awake. Um, but for me, they help me go to sleep. Um, so I would really love to talk um, more at you, I guess, um, about some of these movies and just have a really good deep dive into their history. Little things like... Um, Oh, brain, you can do it. Go on. Um, like trivia. There we go. That's what I wanted to say. Trivia and facts and, and finding out information about different things. Um, because I find that fascinating. And I mentioned it'd be really nice to talk to some of my friends. I know that, um, no pressure, friends, but lots of my friends have had similar experiences with different movies. And I'd love to be able to talk to people and let them wax lyrical about their favourite movie or um, TV series, wherever it might be. Um, hopefully horror will be the, the main focus of this, but if somebody wants to um, share their love of the Barbie movie for two hours with me, nothing would make me happier. Um I love when people are so enthusiastic and passionate about their special interests. So I'd really like to um, help that come across in this podcast. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts myself. I find them really, really helpful for when I'm focusing and doing things. Um, so I've pretty much got a podcast on all the time when I'm at work, when I'm at home doing cooking, cleaning, if I'm driving. And it took me a while to realise probably why that is. Um, you know, as someone with ADHD, I'm constantly multitasking whether I want to or not. Um, my brain's doing a hundred different things. It really helps me focus having a little conversation going on in one part of my brain whilst I'm doing something else. So if I am that little voice for you whilst you do stuff, amazing thank you um I don't know whether anyone will listen to this I don't know if I'll get very far into recording episodes but the comfort the podcasts bring me is incredible and even if one person finds listening to me rambling about stuff helpful as background distraction or interesting or helps discover films like that would be absolutely amazing so if you are listening to this thank you so much um I will dart around everywhere because I keep thinking oh I should say this and I should say this it's just how I roll it's fine um a little bit more about my background I've talked about how old I am um I don't currently work full-time um that's part of my terrible year um but we won't go into that right now um so I have got more time um to work on little projects and things as I mentioned um with social media and the podcast and I am really trying to push myself to watch more things despite the whole point of this podcast being talking about the things that um that I've sort of been obsessed with um so it'd be nice to have a little space as well to discuss um new releases do little reviews if I fancy talk about horror news it's my space I can do what I want um so 
it's just nice to have that little um little space i've cur- Ugh, goodness me curated i don't know why that was so hard to say a little space i've curated where i can just share whatever makes me happy um and this year not a lot has made me very happy um uh, which is really sad um but having an hour or half an hour however long i ramble on for that is my little space for me to share my little passions and silly little brain i just think sounds absolutely lovely so if you'd like to join me along on that little journey that would be amazing um i think the first um first film i'm going to talk about is irreversible uh, by gaspar noe i know that was a tough film um to go through but it's one of the first films that i can remember being utterly utterly obsessed with um i think i was probably about 21 when i first saw it and i was just absolutely oh I want to say a word, but it doesn't sound like it's a real word. Entranced? No. Enchanted? No. I don't know. Something along those lines. Work it out. Um, But it just took hold of me and I was just absolutely just obsessed. And after I watched it first, I was just like, oh my God, what was this? What was this? What was this? Um, And that's definitely first... Um, hyperfixation that I can think of when it comes to film. Um, so I'll talk about that a little bit more when I record that episode. But I'm not, um, I'm not somebody who sort of shies away from. Because that makes me sound like a fucking wanker. Um, <laughs> I like extreme horror. I like um, movies with uncomfortable subject matter and scenes and things. So just bear that in mind um, with future episodes because some of the films I know I'll probably pick up will have some um, trigger warnings and things. So in the interest of being very responsible, I will always do trigger warnings at the beginning of episodes because obviously with horror, there's always going to be lots and lots of things that could be upsetting and triggering to people. But some of the films I'm going to pick are going to have certain issues um they're going to be a bit more um difficult for people to to watch and sit through so if you want to watch the films along with me fabulous if not and i'm just a ramble in the background whilst you're um washing the dishes that's great um just started going in a random rambly circle again but um i have a daughter trying to go back into a bit more about me because this is what this episode is um her name is alice she's nine she'll be 10 um at the end of december and it's been really fun bringing her into the world of horror as well she sort of flip-flops between saying i'm a horror fan i love horror and sort of being a nervous little kid who's scared of everything um but we're we're doing a gently gently approach and she's watched um the old goosebumps series and the new one that's just come out on disney plus she has seen a few um a few of the sort of more chill horror movies that are some of my favorites like halloween 3 killer clowns from outer space trick or treat 
um, sort of things with mild peril and a little bit of gore, um, but always laced with a lot of humour. That sort of offsets it for her. I know she's absolutely not ready to be watching um, ghosty films or possession films or anything with a lot of lot of gore in it, um, which I love. So I expect there'll be some um, gore-focused conversations at some point. Um, and probably an episode on podcasts because there are so many podcasts, especially horror podcasts, that I absolutely love. And I will find myself going on an enormous binge of a particular podcast, forget that all my other favourites exist, um, and then catch up with about four months worth of episodes. So um, there'll probably be an episode on that as well. I'm jumping around because I was talking about my daughter. Um, so it's really nice to be able to introduce horror to her and share my love of horror with her as well. There are some... Um, of like little baby gateway things that we um showed her when she was really little like um nightmare before christmas um so that noise if you can hear it, i don't know if you can it sounds like a it sounds like a little fluff but it's not it's the ramp belt on my dressing gown i've pulled it very tight um yeah so she's she's always watched spooky things since she was really little and we sort of increased that gradually um, as she's got older. So she loves Beetlejuice, Gremlins, all those sorts of um, gateway horror, essentially. Monster Squad, she really liked. Um, so I'm just waiting for her to be a little bit braver. Um, and I can introduce some more um, some more horror to her because she is really, really interested in film. I think there's a very, very good chance she's neurodivergent as well um, because genetics and um, just the way she is. And she will definitely hyperfixate on films and things. And she started at film club in November. So she goes to an academy every Saturday where she learns um, script writing, acting, filming, editing, all sorts of things, which is just amazing. And I'm so jealous. I wish I could do that. Um, but I'm too old, it's for children. But she's so excited. She's um she's got a couple of t-shirts um that I've bought her from um Halon shirts. She's got a Halloween three one, she's got a killer clowns from out space one. And before she went to film club for the first time, she was like, Oh, which t-shirt shall I wear? So everyone knows I like horror and I'm cool. Like she's so funny. Um so it'll be really interesting to see how that um, develops for her and be nice to share some little um, traumatising my child with horror movie updates as well. Um, you know, traumatising isn't the goal there, but I'm sure at some point I'll I'll make a mistake and show her something that I really shouldn't have. Um, but there we go. That's another little ramble I've gone off on. I can't really think of anything else right now that is... Um, really important hopefully you've got a good gist of of me and my vibe um and how potentially chaotic um this podcast could be um at the moment i am unmedicated for adhd so it'd be interesting to see um i'm a few months away from meds um 
so it'd be interesting to see when I do have meds, whether um, I can actually do things in a linear fashion. But I feel like that would be less fun. So, to summarise, I guess, I'm Sam, going to be talking about horror through a neurodivergent lens. So talking about my love of horror and all things spooky through through my experience, not a not as a late diagnosed, but brackets as a late diagnosed um, person with autism and ADHD and how that's affected um, my love of horror. Hopefully, if you're still here and you're still listening, you'll be coming back to listen to my first episode, which will be Irreversible. Don't believe that is available to stream anywhere at the moment. Um, so if you if you have seen it, great. If you haven't, it's very likely to be spoilers in the podcast. Um, so just bear that in mind. So hopefully I'll pop this out first and then um, give myself a little bit of time to pop um, Irreversible together and publish that. Publish? Is that the right word? Is that what you do with the podcast? I don't know. You can tell this is all very new to me and I'm just talking to my phone. Um, But as I said, hopefully you'll come back. I'd love that. Um, I will set up some um, social media type things that if anyone does want to get in touch, they can. But in the meantime, um, if I expect you found this through my social media um, if you haven't, hello, how did you find me? I'd love to know. Um, but you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Horror Halloween and Home, where I share um, lots of different stuff about horror, Halloween and home, funnily enough. Um, I have been um, doing a lot of hashtag goth DIY at home, so I share lots of um, videos and pictures and things of, of what I've done. Um, I am a collector, so I've got all sorts of collections of horror artwork, action figures, all sorts of gubbins, um, as well as a huge collection of Halloween um, stuff. I've got lots of pumpkins and all sorts of nonsense around my house. And then horror in general. I love physical media. I love collecting horror t-shirts and things. So I share all of that um, on my socials. So that's at Horror Halloween and Home. And if you do want to email me about anything, if you can think of a film that you would love to talk about with me on my podcast, drop me an email at horrorhalloweenandhome at gmail.com. And I'd love to talk to you. As I said, I will probably... Autism brain trying, ADHD brain going, no. Um, I will try and set up some socials um, for this podcast to kind of keep everything there. Um, as and when I do that, I will update in the pod. But said a million times, but thank you so much if you've listened. And if you're still listening, bless your little heart. Um, I will return soon with an episode on Gaspar Noe's Irreversible Thank you for listening. I hope my Chaos Goblin ramblings weren't too much for you. And I hope to talk at you again soon. Bye.